Welcome to Glad You Asked with Steve Anderson, the show where you can listen to authoritative answers to your most pressing insurance technology questions. Let's get on with the show. Here's your host, Steve Anderson. Good morning, good afternoon, good evening, whatever time it is when you're listening to this second episode of Glad You Asked. I am Steve Anderson, your host. Well, today's question comes from an agency owner located in Connecticut. And his question is, can you provide information on what agents should know about email encryption? Also, what is a good company to use for encryption? Well, that actually is a great question and one that is lots of levels to it, one that is extremely important for an insurance agency to know and understand. Uh, This is especially true uh, because insurance agencies send, transmit, move around personally identifiable information or very valuable and important client information. In fact, I believe that an insurance agency has more private information of individuals than virtually any other organization. And it is our responsibility to protect that information. And certainly, if you are using email to send that information to a client, to a carrier underwriter, or someone else, could be a wholesaler, a number of different people you could be sending that very private information to, it is your responsibility to make sure that that information is protected. And email encryption is one option that you have, and actually a very important option. So as I address this question, uh, there are several layers that I'm going to talk about here about email encryption. So really the first layer I want to address is the fact that most insurance agency personnel send information via email. So the very basic level of protecting that information is don't use email to send private information anymore. Now I know some of you are thinking, well, Steve, that's crazy. Uh, we, We rely on email every day. That is our primary method of communicating with uh, all kinds of different people that we have to communicate with. And you're right to a degree. I, I actually believe that email as a primary method of communication of private information uh, may be going away. Now, it may take a while. I, I have no question there. But that's kind of that first level It's just don't send it that way. Now, w- what do you do? Well, uh, you could do client portal so that that policy information or that message then is sent or hosted on a client portal. And then your client has one method to go into that client portal and retrieve that information. And I I do think that will be kind of where we head, uh, but it may take a little bit of time uh, to do that. So the reality is, yes, we are going to use email. Uh, So then the question is, How do we actually protect that email from somebody intercepting it and uh, getting that information that's private? And certainly email encryption is one option. And and some agencies have installed, implemented email encryption processes. When I ask in various presentations where I talk about email encryption, when I ask 
participants in the audience who has email encryption, I, I do get maybe 15%, maybe 20% of people raise their hand and say they are using an email encryption uh, process or service. My immediate next question is, how well do your clients actually like it? And almost universally, they say that clients hate it. Uh, and, and often it's that strong. And, and here's the reason why that's problematic. Uh, your client, if you install an email encryption uh, service, they're now required to take multiple steps to retrieve your message that's been encrypted. They might have to create a user ID and another password uh, that they use to log into the encrypted site or they unencrypt the message. And again, different vendors have different processes, so I'm talking in more general terms here. So we have this dilemma going on. You have a responsibility as an agency to protect that information. Your clients, on the other hand, are complaining with the fact that they have to do more to get the messages from you. So that is an interesting balance problem issue that your agency actually has to address. So what's the answer? Well, I think there are some things we can do uh, in the interim that at least helps protect better the information that you're sending. Now, I do believe that a large percentage of the private information that you are sending actually is between you and the insurance company. So it could be an application as part of the submission process. Uh, it could be uh, questions back and forth about uh, coverage information or underwriting information. So a large percentage of that information goes between those two entities. Well, there is a process in place uh, that's available to you right now as long as your agency uses Microsoft Exchange Server. I, I say that very specifically because a very, very high percentage of agency personnel use Outlook as their email client. If you use Outlook and have an Exchange Server, that Microsoft Exchange server has built into it an email encryption process, and it's called TLS, stands for Transport Layer Security. If that is your situation, one of the immediate steps you can do is make sure that on your side, your Exchange server has TLS enabled. Once that's done, and there's a technical process, and I'll give you a, a, a resource where you can go and find out more information. I don't have time in this particular episode to go into that detail. If you have TLS enc uh, encryption enabled and the receiver of your email has TLS encryption enabled, then that email actually automatically goes through an encryption process between those two points. So that means that you will have a higher level of protection available to you automatically. And, and I think that's where the benefit is. Now, just to be clear, the email encryption vendors or service providers will come back and say that that encryption is not great, it's not strong enough, and, and all of those are probably true. My point of view, though, is from a risk management standpoint, at least I've taken steps to better protect the information. Is it perfect? Probably not. Is it better than not doing anything? Absolutely. 
Well, one of the things that you can do to check your insurance companies to find out if they actually do have TLS enabled is a service that I found a while ago, a website service called Check, C-H-E-C-K-T-L-S dot com. And again, I'll put a link in the show notes so you can have that address. What this service does is allow you on an individual one-off basis for free to put in an email address and the service will go out and test that email server to find out if TLS or encryption is enabled. And then it will come back to you with a um, screen which will give you very specific information on the encryption level. Now, this site does have a uh, paid service that allows you to upload a list of email addresses, and they will go out and check all those addresses and then provide a report back to you. So here's what one agency told me that they did with that, is they exported out of their agency management system their vendor emails, their insurance company emails. And they put it in an Excel spreadsheet. They uploaded it to the service. Service came back and said, here's all of the ones that do have TLS enabled. And in their case, over 90% had TLS enabled. And they took that report. They saved that report as part of their information security plan so that they could document if they had a breach that they had taken appropriate steps to move to a higher encryption level. And I think that's a very good way to do that. They also did the same thing with their client emails. Because again, if your client has Exchange Server TLS enabled, and then your emails between you and the client will be encrypted. Now in this agency's case, less than, I think it was about 25% of their clients had TLS enabled. But for those larger clients, that could be a very viable option that you can use to talk to um, about a way to better secure the information that you have available. Now, there are a number of vendors that provide very specific email encryption services. And again, TLS is kind of that first layer that at least take those steps to make sure it's enabled on your end. Uh, and a resource for you to learn more about this is the Agents Council for Technology Act, a part of the Big Eye, the National Big Eye. And again, I'll leave you a link in the show notes. Uh, but if you go to iiaba.com slash act, A-C-T, and go to their security section on that website, you'll actually see more detailed information, paper, and actually two different webinars that they provided to agents, um, I think a year and a half ago, which go into a little more technical detail for the IT folks on how to set this up, and a webinar for agency owners and staff explaining the benefits of TLS. So I guess my answer to that is TLS is a great first step. If you have clients, for example, that demand a higher um, level of security, then absolutely take a look at one of the vendors. And again, I, I, I do hesitate to give vendor names here because I know I'm going to leave somebody out. Uh, but the ones I'm aware of, at least initially, are rpost, rpost.com, Zix Corp, Z-I-X, 
corp.com, sharefile, S-H-A-R-E-F-I-L-E.com. Again, I know those are limited. I know there's other ones out there. Um, That's at least some place for you to uh, start taking a look at how to encrypt that, that information. So, to summarize this, absolutely email encryption and protecting private client information is important. TLS is a great first step. CheckTLS.com will at least give you some information on who has TLS enabled already and then allow you to have a conversation with those that don't that perhaps they can actually implement that. Uh, And I didn't say before, but implementing TLS requires a security certificate. It may be around $300 annually uh, to uh, implement that. So not a high expense and actually a high payoff in terms of uh, protecting the agency, especially if there's a data breach. Having that documentation in place that you took certain steps uh, is very, very important. Well, that's today's question, email encryption. Before I sign off, I wanted to give you a couple of updates on the program. Uh, One is it has been placed on iTunes, so you can go to the iTunes podcast and look up Glad You Asked and or Steve Anderson. There will also be a link on the gladyouasked.steveanderson.com website that will take you directly to where you can subscribe uh, to this podcast and get the episodes as they are published. I'm also available on Stitcher, another uh, uh, podcast audio platform uh, that for uh, Android devices you can subscribe to and uh, in a similar way we'll have a link uh, already posted on gladyouasked.steveanderson.com. Just a reminder, you can also go to that same website to uh, enter your question that you'd like me to uh, answer for you and uh, hopefully I'll be able to get and address your particular question or comment uh, in an upcoming show. Well, this is Steve Anderson. Thank you for listening, and I'm glad you asked. Thank you for listening to Glad You Asked with Steve Anderson. Take action now and bring clarity to your insurance organization today. Be sure to sign up for Steve's free email newsletter, Tech Tips, at steveanderson.com. If you have a question you would like Steve to answer, head over to gladyouasked.steveanderson.com.